0: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to 94.9 The Beef. I'm your host with the most, that is Richard Enon. And before we start today, I do need to apologize to all the viewers because throughout my career I tried to be as prideful and honest as possible and I feel as if I steered you all wrong. Um, as you know from my last podcast, I did let you know that Barry would experience to wait. However... Uh, I believe that I made a fibber. And he actually did not. It was his twin brother. A lot of you don't know he's got a twin brother, but I do. Because I know Barry very well. We go back to elementary school, you know that. And it was his twin brother, Bert Reddick. He he did pass away. Shooking on it, Shooking on the wing. That is not a lie. It got large in his throat. But Bailey is still with us. And he wants to make a special little entrance. So, Barry, what do you say when you're back? Ba-ba-ba-ba. Richard, Richard. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Bowie, Bowie. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Beef. And now we are ready to rumble. That will officially be our introduction now that our good buddy Barry is back. Tell us, Barry, how do you feel being back in the studio? I feel fantastic. That is fantastic. So what we want to talk about today, due to our recent success, we've got to put another one out for the people that, you know, the people him, we got to give them to them. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the craziness that is Antonio Brown. So as you all know, March 14th for this year, he uh, he did sign with the Oakland Raiders, and John Goulden thought he could, you know, figure things out with him. Nobody knew he was a, he was a nutcase like he is. But so they, they thought we're gonna we're gonna get Josh Jacobs in the draft. We got Derek Carr, we got Antonio Brown, and we're we're gonna build a solid team around us. That, that did not go as planned, folks. As you recall, July twenty fifth, he wasn't wearing his his shoes, I guess. I don't know what happened, but he his Tootsies got real fast but he couldn't walk. So that's strike number one. You think, come on, Antonio, put your shoes on. But uh that's strike number one. And then then you got the whole fiasco helmet debacle, August 18th. And as a lot of you know, very, very, very soon after that was my birthday. So I was very upset because I was an Antonio Brown fan in uh, Pittsburgh. I thought he was a great player. But ever since then, I just thought, come on, Antonio. Just just play the game that we want to see. You know, you, you were a fan favorite and you're throwing it all away for some nonsense. What do you think, Barry? What do you think about the helmet situation?
1: It's ridiculous.
0: What's what do you think about my new glasses? Uh, barely, The folks can't see but they are wonderful. You look fantastic, better than ever. But, uh, back to Antonio Brown. Um, so after this helmet thing, you know, this kind of flies over. People are talking about it. Not a big deal. He he doesn't get his appeal for his little helmet situation from the, the Players Association. But, uh, then September 4th, right before the season starts, uh... He goes, goes to the social media world and, and is displaying information that he probably shouldn't have the whole thing with the general manager. He told me he was going to punch him in the face. Believe there was some uh, racial tendencies behind it due to the reports. I believe he called him a quacker. Call he you. called him a quacker. He called him a quacker. And we, we, do not, uh, we do not condone any information like that. So two days go by. He sends out an apology. But we all kind of figured, uh, well, you know, season coming up, this whole debacle. You gotta play Antonio Brown, best player on the field, and that doesn't work. He's not playing. What do you think? Because a lot of fantasy owners were very upset that Antonio Brown was on the field for the Oakland Raiders week one. I drafted him in the third round, which third round? Uh, uh, What what kind of week are you in that you got him in the third round? Fourteen league, fourteen week, huh? Those are the best weeks, right? However, so so that happens, and then. And then he, uh, September 7th, the whole thing gets brought back up with the GM. He gets fined and he asks for his release via social media. And I personally think that was a coward way out. Uh, You're you're a businessman. You're playing for an organization that's paying you good money, and you're going to go to social media to deal with that kind of stuff. Have some clash, Antonio Brown. You're better than that, bub. That was a gutless move. Gutless. Absolutely gutless. Keep it professional there, bud. So after this, he, does, he gets released. One day later, who would have thought the New England Patriots would sign him? Huh? How about you, Barry? Oh, Richard. September 9th. I put my wife savings... On the on the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl, and with that, there's still a possibility of that you know that. Yeah. So I, I don't get too too discouraged. You got the best football quarterback, Tom Tom Brady, Josh Gordon. He actually looked pretty darn good today. Uh, it looks like he's a little bit healthier. His lungs on damn no he, marijuana. No, he he stopped smoking. We see they stopped testing him. But uh, so then uh a day after he signs. There is of uh, we all know some sexual assault charges being thrown around. Um he wasn't necessarily charged with anything, just just some accusations. And uh, uh a week later, he plays he I believe he scored two two touchdowns in his opener One. with the Patriots. One. Oh, I I apologize too, but they played the Dolphins. That's a fucking joke over there in Miami. It's brutal. But uh so the Sharks with charges come out, plays a game, scores a touchdown, looks great. Everybody's happy. New England's—they're going nuts over there. They're like Super Bowl, like twenty-six for Tom Brady. He's gonna have sixteen on his pinky toe range. Me too, it's, Richard. It, uh, obviously, you put your life—your your life or your wife's savings. I'm on my wife's savings. Now. I, I'm gonna go with his life savings because his wife savings sounds a little peculiar to me. I have a wisp. I understand, Belly, but uh, should then... September 20th, 10 days go by after that, and he gets cut from the Patriots. The day that changed my fucking life. <laughs> and that, that day, it, it hindered your life, barely. So you say, but I, I, I want you to stay positive, buddy. I got royally fucked. Your good buddy, Witcher is here, and we're going to get through it. If they win the Super Bowl, you're going to win a lot royally of money. However, today, September 22nd, he goes on one of his little little Twitter whamp pages and he says he will never play in the NFL again. And I, I I don't understand. He's he's what, 30, 31 years old? Great receiver. He's coming he's coming back after he, he's got some charges on him. But uh I, I don't understand. He he necessarily hasn't been charged with anything, but uh but yeah, so he's not in the NFL currently, but uh you know who is in the NFL? Nelson Aguilar. And boy, did he look like shit today. I, I don't think anybody on the Eagles uh, receiving call today wanted to play. It looked terrible. They were dropping passes. Seven drop passes caused the Eagles to lose. But that is another story for another day. But Nelson had two receiving touchdowns. I, I understand that. But he also had a few key turnovers, a few key drops that really impact that game. Uh, but you know, not all is bad in the NFL. Antonio Brown's putting him a bad rep. Who, who, Who's catching your eye this early season, Barry? Uh, this guy with the mustache, Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew, absolutely. I've seen his mustache, and whole I know for a fact he's taking a, the page right out of old Richard's book. He's giving mustache rides, isn't he, bud? What's a mustache wide, Richard? Uh, for those of you who do not know, a mustache. I, I can't say it over the air, which, uh, Barry. I, I, I really. I don't want to lose my job. All right, it. You can, you can kind of understand. You can put the pieces together, a little mustache wide, wide the mustache. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really can't. Oh, well, uh, I'll tell you after the show. However, Minshew, this guy is, he's like a superstar in Jacksonville. You know, you pay Nick Foles all this money. What, like $100 million? I believe it was $90 million over four years. Whatever. But he, he's supposed to be the guy. And uh, first, first game of the season throws a beautiful pass, breaks his collarbone. What a shame. So, the people think, ah, Jacksonville, they're royally fucked. Kind of like you think you are now? No way. Garner Minshew comes in, and he steals the show. He's a fan favorite. People are tuning in just to watch the Minshew show, you know? And uh, so, I actually did see a report that uh, Garner Minshew, when he his pregame stretch... He wears nothing but a jock strap and glasses, which I think is pretty, pretty cool. Um, he, he's done a lot of things in his past. He bounced around college to college. He was third string at some school. He was—he had a really bumpy road. And I'm—I'm. Uh, I'm, our producer is telling me something about a hammer. Uh, Quag, Quag, come into the studio. You want to tell the people about this hammer thing? Yeah, come
1: in. The doors are locked, in, asshole. Quag. was an electric yeah so so this Gardner Minshew guy was a third string quarterback and he already said that let him go barely it's his first time and so the guy comes into a game because of some injuries and doesn't plan on playing ever again turns out starting quarterback can't play so he has to play week three So he decides, uh, I want to get a medical red shirt. So as I'm sure you've done, Bailey and uh, Richard, if you got put in this situation you don't want to play, what would you do? Well,
0: first off, I would think, what would the babe do? Because he is my hero. spent a lot of time with him, had a lot of great conversations. And the babe, when he didn't want to do nothing, you know what he would do? He, he, he He just wouldn't show up. He would just drop everything because he was the baby. Do whatever you want. So if it's me, if I'm going to Minchu, I just don't show up anymore.
1: But uh, what, what did he do? Tell us. Well, he went to a liquor store, bought a fifth of Jack, went to good old Lowe's, got an American-made hammer. Won- well,
0: time out, time
1: out. What? wound
0: Are you sure it was it Lowe's? Was? It wasn't Home
1: Depot? Oh, no, it was Lowe's.
0: All right, this podcast is sponsored by Lowe's. If you hear us, pay us, please.
1: So he goes back to his dorm room, or apartment, and uh, slugs some jack, takes a hammer, starts smashing his hand.
0: Which which hand? This is important. Is it his dominant or his non-dominant hand?
1: Well, the guy thinks if I hit my non-throwing hand, they'll probably make me play still. So he does what all uh, American redneck badasses would do. I bet he hit his white hand. You're right, Barry. He hits his throwing hand, doesn't break it, Takes another slug. Goes right back at it. Bam, bam, bam. Nothing. So he does it again. No. A a third time? A third time. Doesn't break it. So he goes, uh, tells the coach that he slammed his hand into the car door. And, uh, ends up playing through it. He lied to his coach. Yeah.
0: I, I lied to
1: that son of a bitch if I don't want to play for him either. But that's just me. So, yeah, he ends up playing and, uh. Ends up throwing for 550 yards and six touchdowns. That, uh, That's fantastic. How do you. Uh, uh, Bailey,
0: you smashed your hand in the car door before, correct? A couple times. Uh, and could you, could you throw football after that? No. No, Bailey was a starting quarterback in, in, in high school football, and I was a fullback. And I, I, would, I, I seen him play. He could throw the pigskin. But if, if you smash your hand, if you smash your hand with an ammo, like eight times, He's not doing a football. This guy, this guy might be the second coming of Jesus Christ. I, I tell you, people love him. He's there for the people, and he's he's Mr. America, and we absolutely love that. You know who wouldn't love that? That Canadian bastard John Paul Louis that we dumped <laughs> in my white people. Richard, you know what that show's with Gardner? Tell me, Bailey, what is that show with Gardner? True resilience. <laughs> True resilience? True resilience. You think that's resilience? Because I think that's 100% grit. He's the grittiest son of a gun that I've never seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's going to do it for this podcast, folks. I hope uh, if you're driving in a car, your commute's going well. And uh, all I have to say is all is well over here. Hope all is well in your life. Good night, people. Say goodbye to folks, Barry. Goodbye, everybody. And I'll see you next time. With you, Dean on Shining Out.